Hey, my name is Adam Solomini, and this is my podcast, Legacy Story. Ultimately, this podcast is meant to rekindle your own legacy story memories and ignite a desire to create more. Now, you might be wondering, what's going on here? This isn't the normal intro. This isn't the normal music that I hear at the very beginning of the show. Well, that's true. And you know what that means? This is a special episode of Legacy Story. Another edition of Legacy Story Snippets. With Legacy Story Snippets, basically what I do is give you legacy stories in just a few sentences, talk about some inspirational people, some inspirational stories, and also throw in a few quotes. Since we just had Mother's Day last Sunday, I figured now was the perfect time to do a Legacy Story Snippet episode and to do it on mothers. And we all know that mothers should be celebrated every day, not just one day out of the year. So I'm going to keep it going. Before we start, just a reminder, you can actually reach out to me via email at LegacyStoryPodcast at Infinancer.com. Yes, you are actually going to reach me. Nobody else, just me. So if you'd like to be interviewed, you have a legacy story that you'd like to share, or if there's a legacy story that you know of that you would like featured, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. All right, let's get this Legacy Story Snippets special episode underway. Let's start out with a quote, shall we? This quote is from Catherine Pulsifer. Mothers never retire. No matter how old her children are, she is always a mom always willing to encourage and help her children in any way she can. Isn't that the truth? Our first brief story is about Sojourner Truth. In 1826, Sojourner Truth and her baby daughter escaped slavery in Ulster County, New York. Soon after her escape, she heard that her five-year-old son, Peter, was illegally sold to a man in Alabama. She raised money for a lawyer, filed a complaint in court, and successfully got Peter out of slavery. This was a landmark case in which a black woman successfully sued a white man in court. Next, the legacy story of Irina Sindler. Irina was a Polish employee at the Warsaw Social Welfare Department who smuggled almost 2,500 Jewish children out of the Warsaw ghetto during the Holocaust, saving their lives. She gave the children false identification documents established temporary non-Jewish identities for them and placed them in convents, orphanages, and Christian homes. It didn't end well for her as the Nazis arrested her, tortured her, and sentenced her to execution. During this tumultuous time, she didn't give any information about the whereabouts of the children or how her smuggling operation worked. She survived the sentence to execution because the Gestapo was bribed. Sendler received Poland's Order of the White Eagle Award in 2003 for her actions. You know, there's an old proverb, and the proverb goes like this. A mother understands what a child does not say. Stevie Wonder said of his mother, Mama was my greatest teacher, a teacher of compassion, love, and fearlessness. If love is sweet as a flower, then my mother is that sweet flower of love. Let's talk about Candy Leitner. In 1980, a hit-and-run drunk driver killed one of Candy Leitner's 13-year-old twin daughters, Carrie. That driver had three prior convictions for drunk driving. As a matter of fact, he had been arrested two days before for a different 
hit and run. Because of this experience, Leitner founded Mothers Against Drunk Driving, also known as MAD. Her goal? End drunk driving, pass tougher legislation, and help the victims of drunk drivers. Due to her tireless work, MAD has helped save hundreds of thousands of lives. Have you ever heard of Indira Gandhi? She was India's first female prime minister and worked to institute democracy and create jobs to combat food shortages. She was responsible for India's green revolution, which made the country self-sufficient and no longer reliant on imported grains. As a mother, she impressed upon her two sons a sense of duty to country. They both grew up to become politicians, and Rajiv Gandhi became Prime Minister of India after his mother was assassinated in 1984. Our next legacy story snippet is about Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Elizabeth was a leader in the women's suffrage and abolitionist movements and worked with Susan B. Anthony to establish the National Women's Suffrage Association. That association successfully helped women receive the right to vote via the 19th Amendment. A mother herself, she staunchly supported education for girls, and her own daughters went to college at Vassar and Columbia. Here's an interesting insight from Meg Meeker, MD, found in the 10 Habits of Happy Mothers. If every mother in the United States could wrap her mind around her true value as a woman and mother, her life would never be the same. We would wake up every morning excited for the day rather than feeling as though we'd been hit by a truck during the night. We would talk differently to our kids fret less about our husband's annoying habits, and speak with greater tenderness and clarity. We would find more contentment in our relationships, let mean remarks roll off our backs, and leave work feeling confident in the job we performed. Les Brown wrote in his book, Live Your Dreams, Say Yes to Life. I learned from my mother that there is a greatness in all of us, and that all of us are delivered to this world with a mission. I'm sure you've all heard of Thomas Edison, and you may even attribute the word genius when speaking about him. But let's talk about Nancy Edison. You see, Thomas Edison was the youngest of Nancy Edison's seven children. Nancy decided to homeschool Thomas after his teacher deemed him incompetent. It is thought that Thomas Edison may have actually been dyslexic in a time before that learning disorder was studied or understood. And he said this of her, Quote, my mother was the making of me. She was so true, so sure of me, and I felt I had something to live for. Someone I must not disappoint. End quote. Our next story is about Lu Xiaoyang. Lu was a poor, uneducated woman who supported herself by scavenging through trash in Jinhua, China. Starting in 1972, she adopted or rescued 30 babies she found in the trash. The so-called Cultural Revolution and later China's one-child policy in China, coupled with extreme poverty, especially in rural areas, meant that some parents dumped their unwanted babies in the garbage. She said, these children need love and care. They are all precious human lives. I do not understand how people can leave such vulnerable babies on the streets. Wow, how selfless is that woman? 
I'm sure you've heard of Mary Kay Cosmetics, who was founded by Mary Kay Ash in 1963. As a single mom, she was working in sales at a home products company to support her three children. Time after time, she was passed over for promotions, despite her being one of the top sales directors. Mary Kay Ash took those skills with her when she launched her namesake company. This company gave hundreds of thousands of women the opportunity to work as sales consultants on their own time and become their own boss. Last, but certainly not least, and I feel like I saved the best for last, if you don't count my own mother, but our last legacy story snippet is about Alberta King, the mother of Martin Luther King Jr. Alberta founded the choir at Atlanta's Ebenezer Baptist Church. And I have been to that church. If you ever are in Atlanta, you should go there, check it out. There are some fantastic stories that you can learn there. So Alberta King founded the choir there and was also involved with women's groups, the NAACP and the YWCA. She made sure to raise her three children with a healthy sense of self-respect and taught them that the segregation that they saw every day was simply a social condition rather than a natural order. In his autobiography, MLK Jr. wrote, quote, She made it clear that she opposed this system and that I must never allow it to make me feel inferior. At this time, Mother had no idea that the little boy in her arms would years later be involved in a struggle against the system she was speaking of. Now, many people don't know this, but in 1974, six years after her son was assassinated in Memphis, Alberta King herself was shot and killed at her organ in her church. I hate to end on that note, but remember, life is short. You never know what will happen, when it will happen. So I encourage you to reach out to your mother, not just on Mother's Day, but consistently reach out to your mother so that she can feel the gratitude, the impact, and the worth that she has in the world. Well, that's all for today's special episode of Legacy Story Snippets. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to join me next week when we have another inspirational episode of Legacy Story. If you like this podcast, please consider donating via Cash App at dollar sign in Financer. And remember that I am taking half of all of the donations and placing it towards individual scholarships that will help underserved individuals or couples or someone who is really down on their luck, someone in need. And that scholarship will give them financial coaching where we can hopefully pull them out of the struggle that they are encountering. Once again, you can donate via Cash App at dollar sign InFinancer. And if you just want to donate solely to a scholarship, feel free to do so. Just make sure that there's a note indicating that it is for a scholarship. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Your Legacy Story, except for on Twitter, which is The Legacy Story and at InFinancer. Also, if you're interested in purposeful and powerful coaching focused on your personal finances that will create a path towards financial freedom and a legacy of your own, feel free to book a discovery session with me at InFinancer.com. I-N-F-I-N-A-N-C-E-R.com. Until next time, ciao.